Welcome to Astrology Today, airing uh, from the beautiful Sunshine Coast and Powell River, which is situated on the traditional lands of the Klahomin Nation. I will be your host, Maureen Reed, and I am an astrologer. And joining me is astrologer Jill Kirby, who hails from Victoria. Welcome, Jill. Hello. <laughs> so to follow along with the visuals that go with this episode and all of the episodes, you can go to www.cardinalastrology.ca and under the radio tab, this week is episode 135, and we are highlighting the month of June of 2022. And so Jill suggested, which I think is a very good idea. Whoops, 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 whoops. I have to actually share screen. That would help. <laughs> that uh, we take a look at the new moon that's coming up here um, just at the end of the month, which, yeah, it's kind of interesting because she was making note of the fact that we don't normally always have um you know, new moons that are sort of coinciding with the beginning and the end of the month. Well, I mean, this is a new moon at the end of a month that we've had eclipses in, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty, yeah. Uh... But it, and it'll also give us an opportunity for me to share with the listeners just exactly where everybody is at the start of June. Um, and so um, with a new moon, of course, we've got the sun in Gemini and the moon will be there as well. And this new moon is set for the 30th. Um, and so then we have this uh, big configuration or, you know, a lot of activity in Taurus. We have Venus in Taurus, Uranus in Taurus, Mercury is in Taurus, and it's already slowed down to yeah. the degree that it's going to station at, which is 26. Uh, we then have, which already we are seeing the, the not pleasant combination of Jupiter and Mars in Aries. Um, we have Neptune still in Pisces, although by the end of the month, he's going to stop in the sky. We also have um, Saturn who is squaring that Mercury, um, he's starting to grind to a halt um, yes. in the position that he's going to station at. Uh, we have Pluto still hovering around the degree of the U.S. Uh, Pluto at 28 Capricorn. And that sort of sets the stage. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, again, everything's compacted into a very small Yes. Of the chart, yeah, yeah. Being the end of Capricorn and the beginning of Gemini. So exactly, and really <laughs> yeah, and the the um, the other thing that I find, oh, what happened? Stop sharing. I don't know. You hit something. <laughs> I did. Bad girl. Bad girl. Bad girl. <laughs> oh dear, I'm gonna have to fix this while we keep talking. Okay, so. Um, there's sort of two main themes here right at the beginning of the month. And, you know, the first one is um, definitely, uh, you know, this Jupiter Mars, which unfortunately, um, we are all being made painfully aware of, of more like the negative side of it. But I want to explore some possibilities of the Jupiter Aries, because these two 
stay together. They're not in aspect as they are right now, but they remain in Aries for basically the entire month. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, Aries is Mars' favorite sign. Exactly. Exactly. So we have... (laughs) So we're going to go through a bunch of the themes that can be um, put together when you put these two in the same sign. So we have unleashing of what? We have driving forward. We have initiating, which could be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so he's with the... Mars is an action guy. He, exactly. Exactly. He's in an action sign. It's not... Yeah. He wants to do. And... Yeah. And Jupiter doesn't mind being in a fire sign. He does rule Sag. And so he can get on board with this fiery energy. Well, and magnify. Exactly. Um, And his main shticks are things like government and education and what's morally right. And um, it can have it out, though, with, uh, you know, what is right. Because now, of course, combined with the fuel of Mars, um he's not looking for consensus he's looking for you know this is what is right looking for truth as well yes yes exactly so So, you have have like you know i mean there there is a bit of a war on truth right now because there's a whole lot of censorship going on so yes you know i think that's that's getting very much magnified but there's also a pushback against that because people don't want everything censored we'd like to actually have discussion with two sides and not just one point of view and yeah and unfortunately there the polarizing in those two ways of looking at the world um is kind of on you know what's going to be up for this month so it's polarizing in terms of you know who's right and wrong in religion in belief systems so for instance you know you've got um one of the current big legal things is roe versus wade um and whether or not you know a certain segment of society gets to dictate to another segment of society um we have and this is also though remember that you know there's a fight for who's going to be on top because the sun is exalted in Aries. So it's also going to point towards uh, leadership things, um, who's in command. Um, yeah. And, and the new moon is not, well, it's, it's a bit wide for sextile to those two, but that's about the only aspect there is for this, this new moon. Exactly. Exactly. Kind of other, otherwise on its own. Yeah. Let me just... Uh, pull up that chart again um except if i do that then i lose the other thing oh well uh but like she says this is at nine degrees the jupiter mars but it's five degrees out typically with this type of charting we like to see within three degrees for it to be really impacting yeah three yeah yeah it's a little wide, but it's still oh yeah and you've got Chiron there as well. So that's part of that picture as well. Yeah. So, yeah, and I think that's, but be, without that, the sun, the, the new moon doesn't have any aspects, nor does that little thelium in Aries. So, yes, exactly. 
And so the other piece that we're having at the same time, which isn't tied in either, but still operative, is both Mercury and Saturn are slowing down and they are putting up a huge cease and desist, stop, et cetera, et cetera. Not only slowing down, but squaring each other. Exactly. You know, and so for instance, another example of Mercury retrograde squaring Saturn that was pointed out in um, the astrology podcast for June was that was the same aspect that happened during uh, the election in 2020. And of course, you know, the verdict was completely stopped. Um, and so that could be a positive sign for Roe versus Wade, depending on which side of that argument you fall. There's still a lot of arguing going on about that. Election. Exactly, exactly. And, and, so, and, and reason for it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's many questions to be asked about that. Exactly, exactly. So, so again, you know, the truth, people wanting the truth and, and Mercury, I mean, Gemini is all about communication information and yeah getting the information out there so it's you know i mean there's this thing around elon musk wanting to buy twitter i mean all this stuff you know he's yes yeah i mean you know it's just he's talking about free speech you know it's just all this stuff coming up (laughs) yeah so the one of the positive sides of this Mars Jupiter that we're going to be living with for the month is things like pioneering oh. um, and, uh, you know, planting seeds of hope and growth and change and trailblazing. So there can be uh, some positive sides to this, but it can really easily slide into bullying um, strong arming coercion and you'll probably get both I mean yes exactly I mean, exactly it's never, never one or the other there's always people playing both sides of it all um, oh yeah I didn't look at it but are, is there a midpoint between Pluto and the new moon um what I looked at um actually I did look at that um let me just so I'm just curious yeah that little section had a midpoint that was highlighting something okay so you're talking about the May 30th one yeah yeah Yeah. okay so uh let me just quickly look at that we have to Pluto we have Mars north node uh but yeah the sun and moon there's no midpoints to it no i meant between the outer the outermost of that of all the planets that are lined up there you've got pluto at one yeah so yeah so you're talking about okay so pluto sun or pluto moon would be this yeah okay so i will give you that it is uh let me just get it into the right format here. We have three degrees of Aries. So that's on Jupiter. Okay. Well, but that's interesting because yes. yeah. that's highlighting the, the Jupiterian aspect of it, which can be about, you know, seeking truth and justice and all of those things. And yep. uh, as well as, of course, the negative. But because, you know, Pluto likes to dig. <laughs> yes. Well, there's lots of dirty stuff down under to dig into and and the sun and moon are highlighting the gemini thing of communication what is being said and how is it being said yeah information and the control of that and all of that well jupiter's saying we need to free up because there's too much control going on from the 
the corporate. Yeah, the what's hidden behind the scenes, which would be yeah. Pluto. Yeah. And plutocracy, corporatocracy kind of thing. So yeah. Yeah, I, I just was curious to know if there was any uh -huh. right on that, uh -huh. because I think that pulls it into, into almost an aspect with those two. Yes. That isn't, isn't otherwise there in the chart. Correct. Correct. Okay. So we have, we have two competing sort of energetics. We've got um, the Mars, Jupiter, Aries, which is accelerating things. Um, and then competing with that is this Saturn Mercury station. Um, and it's saying that, whoa, slow down, slow down. You know, so we got one foot. This is the classic one foot on the accelerator, one foot on the brake. Um, and because both Saturn and, um, well, Saturn's going to stop and go retrograde, whereas Mercury is going to stop and go direct. Um, and so they're in a U-turn scenario that Saturn is proposing. Mercury is going, there will be information coming out. Yeah. And the degree that Mercury is at, of course, is highlighting that May 16th. Eclipse. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So again, it's, it, it's bringing, as these things will, all, you know, for the next six months, bringing up the energy of the eclipses again. Yes. Yeah. Right. We're not done with those. Oh, no. Uh, they they, they will pop there. up periodically. Yeah. So yeah. Mercury highlighting that is, and particularly with the square from Saturn, which is wanting to pull back even more as it retrogrades, Mercury is saying, yeah, no, it's time to turn things around and start looking ahead. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So there'll be that competing. And for folks who have late later degrees of fixed signs um, that push pull from the mercury stationing and saturn stationing um, you're likely going to experience it and actually just recently um, i witnessed a moment where um, you know unbridled opinions being spoken um, you know we're sort of highlighting uh, the the fixed sign against the the uh, cardinal sign and it was quite a moment and it for me it kind of i it just sort of gobsmacked me <laughs> i couldn't do anything <laughs> yeah, and I, think, I think also the fact that mercury is he's kind of excited to be turning around finally and getting oh back, yeah yeah getting back into his own sign Yes, exactly. He's, Leaving the plotting of Taurus behind. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he, I mean, he doesn't function great in Taurus. It's, it's no, it's not cool. his. He wants to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's part of it too. It's going to, you know, it's going to take a little while for it to get to Gemini, but it is approaching that again. Yes. And that, that's going to, again, you know, emphasize the whole communication thing. Exactly, exactly. Uh, which which is the new moon is kind of hinting at there. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so moving on, um, there aren't actually through the course of the entire month any kind of, there isn't a plurethora of aspects happening. And so the next one, we skip forward. So just to make sure I've mentioned it. So Mercury stations, direct 26 Taurus on the third. Um, June 4th is Saturn stations retrograde on the at 25 of Aquarius. 
Um, and our next aspect isn't until June the 10th. And here we have Mercury, um, you know, about to finally leave Taurus, but before it does, it must hit Pluto. And so mm -hmm. we can expect um, revelations, uh, you know, the dark underbelly that Pluto is constantly trying to bring to the surface, uh, June 10th. And I think, yeah, I think that goes to the Jupiter being on that midpoint for the, the new moon. Uh -huh. Pluto, it's kind of like, take it away, Gemini <laughs> or Mercury, right? Because yeah. you know, Mercury and, and Jupiter are both about thinking just that Jupiter's more the higher mind and yes. bigger, bigger ideas and Jupiter's more the... Collecting data. Yeah, so, yeah. but yeah, I think Mercury heading, and you know, Mercury will still be squaring Saturn, but it's moving apart rather than applying to, so that's good, you know, it's like, yeah. Hey, any out of this. <laughs> yeah. But then he hits Pluto. And so, you know, he's going to have a litany of revelations because, again, he's more about the data. So, you know, this could be like the Panama Papers, that type of thing. There's a lot where... of information coming to light for sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then the very next day, Venus, who is now in Taurus and has been in Taurus for like 10 days. He's happy. Um, she is very happy in Taurus. It's her sign. So that first 10 days, this is when you're going to want to enjoy Venus in Taurus. You're going to want to get in body and just enjoy the pleasures of the flesh, as it were. Um, because once she hits Uranus, yeah, because she's, yeah, she's hitting Uranus. She's coming up to the North Node. Um, and yeah, so the, la the last you know, 20 days of June, Venus isn't going to be particularly um, able to pull off what she normally would want to pull off, which but is she won't indulging. be sitting back relaxing in the garden. No, she won't. Not especially <laughs> starting June 11th when she conjoins. Different aspects of Venus and Taurus, but I think not only pleasures of the flesh, Venus is about the senses. Taurus is about the senses, right? Yes. That's what our bodies do. They sense for us. Our yes, exactly. So again, it's you know going to highlight you know what are we what are we taking in through our senses? Yep. And yep. What, what sense do we make of what we're taking? <laughs> well, and it's our values. So with Venus conjoined Uranus, it's awakening uh, up to what what do I truly value? Exactly, and I think that's getting back to 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 um, the basics of, of yeah food shelter companionship family yeah and you know enjoying our senses not you know having them dictated to or whatever but just you know being free to enjoy them and and explore them and all that good stuff you know uh -huh. Uh -huh. yeah I think um, but definitely it's going to yes awaken people more to to what what is what are our values? I mean, Uranus yes. has kind of been asking that for a while, and Venus yes, is... <laughs> and it's only halfway through the process because it's <laughs> only at sixteen degrees. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and it, it and as it as we get once Saturn gets retrograde, there it's moving towards that last square with Uranus again. Exactly. So it's going to start to heat up. 
Yeah. Yeah. It won't be exact to the minute, but it will get to the same degree. So yes, exactly. That's back. That's in October when we start hitting the next series of eclipses. <laughs> of course, of course. Oh, so, you know, I mean, I think that's all very interesting too, in terms of, you know, how, uh-huh. the, how the inner planets are, because they're, they're more activators of, well exactly they they shine you know they they become the spokes or or not the spokespersons but the um they're what bring those outer planets into our life yeah and they trigger stuff as well yeah 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 exactly back to this and and explore it from this aspect of our being Yeah. 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 yeah so on june the 13th mercury goes yay (laughs) And drops into Gemini. And so I'm expecting life to speed up at this point. Um, Because now, although he's not in a direct aspect to uh, the Mars and Jupiter and Aries, they are sextile. Um, And, you know, the air is going to feel probably fresher and um, conversations will kick into gear and yeah well, so there'll be a speeding up I suspect I think so too and, and just more information a whole yeah. lot more information coming out for yeah. sure okay and so that of course leads us straight into the full moon which let me just put it up on the screen Alrighty. And here we go, share screen. And I'll just, um, uh, yeah, give the viewer, the listeners uh, a little preview of what this looks like. Okay, so we have uh, the full moon is at 23 degrees of Gemini. Uh, um, Or the sun is there. The moon is, of course, in Sag at 23 degrees. And oh, look. Uh, Neptune, which is really slowing down because he is going to station at the end of the month. Yeah, he's at 25. So that is totally in aspect to this particular full moon. Well, I Uh, think that's interesting, too, when we're talking about revelations, because Neptune loves to veil things. Yep. Yep. And, you know, just fog them up. So I think that's going to cut through some of that for sure. Yeah. We also have, of course, Venus is not all that far from Uranus. She's sandwiched between Uranus and the North Node. So that's giving um, the edge of the eclipse some space. Um, The Jupiter-Mars, they're not really aspecting um, but definitely Saturn is. And, but this is a nice aspect. This is a prime um, and a sextile. And so Saturn working, like, it's interesting because both Neptune and Saturn are aspecting this full moon, and yet they're very different energies. For sure. um, yeah. And so there could be you know, the veil comes up, but then reality says, no, 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 no. Let's strip well, that veil away. Yeah, there's questions about that. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, that's that's the other thing. Is there are questions to ask about what is real. And that's what Neptune is saying. Because Neptune's the illusion. Yeah. So, so Saturn trining and sextiling might be helpful. In, oh, totally. Yeah. You know, giving us... I don't know, more structure, more, I don't know, something more tangible. Yes. Evidence, tangible evidence, because exactly. you don't exactly. get any evidence of anything with Neptune. It's just all, yeah, 
Because yeah, it's, it's all pretty. It's all, it's all pink me. fairy dust. Trust me, I've got a great car. You'd love yes. it. Yes. <laughs> so, but the other thing with Mars is it is very close to Chiron there. It's the same yeah. Chiron. So that's not insignificant, I think, too. And what will pull that in, of course, is that moon in Sag is ruled by that Jupiter yes, in Aries. exactly. And so, you know, the courage to come forward, as Jill was saying, with Mars conjunct Chiron, uh, pointing out that there are ways to heal whatever and who right now there's some major healing need to needing to happen out there. Well, I think with, with Venus and, and Uranus and Taurus, it's it's rediscovering in a sense old ways of healing because you know, oh okay ancestors got all kinds of earth medicine they used mm-hmm. and and the modern you know medical people or scientists or whatever have really tried to hide all that stuff mm-hmm. they don't want natural healing they want to sell you chemicals which are the neptune stuff so i think that's highlighting that the other thing about that um venus yeah uranus it's like saturn is backing off the square to the nodal axis yes yeah. backing away from that square but uranus is taking over yes it is and it, and inching that, towards it exactly that, they're inching towards each other and they and that's at the north node yeah so that to me is is a very positive thing of opening up Yes. Opening up and looking yep. forward and creating something positive because mm-hmm. you know, there's a much more positive vibe to it than stuff. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, what do we have next on the docket? Okay. So, careful of your interpretation. That's one of the things I also wrote down uh, about with that Neptune squaring. Um, oh, gracious. Yeah, I mean, yeah. basically, yeah. And I think maybe the trying to Saturn might help people get more clarity in a way. Because yes. Yeah, it's in an air sign. Um, Mercury is in an air sign. So, yeah, yeah. yeah and, so and just that, be, sorry. That could be a helpful thing in terms mm-hmm. of breaking through the illusion and getting more clarity. And yeah. Like, yeah. What is, what can we actually trust here? <laughs> what yes. is something we can get behind? So, yeah, I, I'm hopeful that's uh, going to turn out to be a good thing. Yes. So, as it turns out, because the full moon is at the 23rd degree, of course, the moon will truck along and it'll make a bunch of aspects, but the sun itself. Um, within two days, of course, it fulfills that trine um, to Saturn. Um, Neptune does conjunct that north node. And then also on the 16th, uh, the sun squares Neptune. So it's almost like there's going to be two days worth of full moon uh, because the sun keeps pulling those pieces together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, very much. And- And so the next aspect was, um, it isn't really written in any of the books, but in um, the astrology podcast with Chris Brennan and Austin Kopik, um, 
they often, well, they do every month, they'll give an election chart that is, you know, boy, have this chart because it's just dazzling. But there is also, so Kopik, um, he's, um, he's sort of a pessimist, I guess. Um, you know, I, I have looked at his chart, but I'm not going to remember uh, what it is. But so he has this chart. And so I'm actually going to switch to solar fire and uh, point it out. There was that midpoint thing you were asking right. me about. Yeah. So I am going to go to the full moon and I am going. So on the 18th, there is an anti-election day. So basically what he's okay. saying is, do not, do not. Well, one of the ones that they pointed out is, yeah, you might not want to get married on this day. And this is June the 18th. So my apologies to anyone who is actually choosing to get married on this day. Um, and the reason why it's so bad is we have the moon coming up to uh, a conjunction with Saturn at the same time that Venus is on the fixed star Agol. And Agol is Medusa's head, right? Who is not a happy camper. <laughs> well, yeah, it actually, you know, you can act, it's, yeah. It's about losing your head. Yes, exactly. So, um, and there is this in conjunct between the sun uh, you know, and Pluto as well. And, you yes, know, Mars yes. is still with Chiron. It's, yes, it's squaring Saturn. Yeah. So we're going to re recommend on June the 18th that, you know, you don't necessarily hibernate, but that you don't plan some big, oh, and I'm just realizing, damn. <laughs> I'm going to be at a quilt show. <laughs> I'm going to be at a quilt show. So, Okay, okay. Danger, well, danger, danger. <laughs> yeah, but the other thing is that that, that moon Saturn is really highlighting the nodal axis again, too. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. So uh, my, apologies, uh, my apologies to anyone who's getting married on that Saturday. Yeah, you should have cons consulted an astrologer. <laughs> before you made that date well it's funny about that when I when my eldest daughter was getting married the first time uh, many years ago in Toronto yeah 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 um, I guess she asked me you know what would be a good time and I you know I calculated I worked out a chart for her and it looked yeah. really, really good and actually one of my really dear friends was getting married the same ah okay only, yeah, yeah. Only here. So the time was different, but the chart basically as I well. Yeah, the same configuration. Yeah, yeah. But and my friend's marriage worked out really well. My daughter's not so much. But what happened with my daughter was they had it all planned and the wedding, you know, was ready. Yeah. Going to be in somebody's garden and all the rest of it. And so the person who was going to marry them had them come into the office and they had to sign something. And they came out thinking, I think she just married us without. Oh, no. And it was totally not a good time. <laughs> it was like, oh, so again, with election charts, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Says, yeah, no, <laughs> that's not when that's happening. <laughs> it doesn't. So, yeah, I mean, the wedding went ahead as planned, but basically they'd done whatever. You know, yeah. the, the uh, 
made it. Yeah, made it legal. So, yeah, it was really interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so our next thing, and um, I've actually put the chart up. It's on my website for those who like to do rituals on the summer solstice. Um, here on the West Coast, it is in the middle of the, well, it's not the middle of the night, but it is 2 a.m. on the 21st um, is the first day of summer. Um, and so with this uh, chart, Mars is squaring it. Um, and, you know, so it's got to be an active ritual. It should have fire involved in it. Hopefully we're not under a heat dome. <laughs> Uh, and Pluto, Pluto and um, Venus are trining. And so this is not um, a ritual moment that you want to take lightly. Mm. No, you're going to want to be fully present and aware of your intentions as you go into this ritual. Yeah. Well, and the moon conjunct Jupiter as well in Aries, squaring the sun, you know. So yeah. That's, yeah. You know, yeah, being. it's a very powerful ritual day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so you might actually want to do it on the 20th rather than the morning of the 21st, because then, of course, the energies will have passed. And uh, yeah, so to set it for the evening of the 20th might be your, your best bet here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. yeah. Okay, so now back to the happy list. Okay, so we did the really bad day. So um, of course we've got uh, Mercury is now um, making aspects to those Aries planets, Jupiter first on the 20th. Um, and let's see now. Okay, we have um, on the 22nd, we have the second changing of gears. So Venus leaves behind her home turf and moves into Gemini. And I suspect that tone will be noticeable because, um, you know, now there's nobody with Uranus for a moment or two. It's not going to last long because, of course, by the end of the month, Mars will have caught up to Taurus. Yeah. Um, but there will be, you know, 10 days or so here where uh, Uranus won't have um, a trigger except for the moon. Um, and then, of course, so Mars is now swiftly moving away from Jupiter. So we don't have that same... Um, Jupiter, Mars fueling each other, although they're both present. Um, and so the next aspect that Mars makes before he leaves Taurus, of course, is to that Saturn at 24. And so that is constructive action. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so a good, a good time end of, you know, that last week of June to start a constructive project. Yeah. And then we come swiftly up to the next new moon, which I intend to put up on the screen, which I will do right now. Share screen. There we go. Okay. So here is the June new moon. And so let me just read it off for those listening. So we have, interestingly, seven degrees is going to become quite prominent and this is seven degrees of cancer so 
this is that time of year where we all get to go me first <laughs> and do some nourishing and do some taking in of what it is that nourishes you. Yay. <laughs> well, and interestingly, um, Canada's birthday is the next day or two days, two days. Two days yeah. Two days. yeah. 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 They're uh, very close to this. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's so Canada's solar return. Is yeah. 30s. So it's only about a degree away from that seven degrees. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's interesting for us. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Okay. So the rest of the uh, entourage, of course, uh, Pluto is slowly backing up uh, because he did station. Uh, so he's at 27 of Capricorn. Uh, Saturn, of course, is now moving backwards, getting closer to, you know, wanting to square off with Uranus again at 24. Yeah. Uh, and Neptune is stationing on the day of this new moon, although he is not making any um, sort of traditional aspect. No. Uh, but he is, you know, he's in a trine relationship with the new moon. Um, but what we do have is we have Jupiter at seven and we also have Venus at seven and they are within minutes of an exact sextile. Uh, Venus, of course, now is in Gemini. Jupiter, of course, is still in Aries. Um, yeah. And the other, you know, we're still coming off of that uh, productive one of Saturn Mars. Yeah. But it's interesting because... Uh, although the Gemini Venus doesn't directly aspect uh, the sun and the moon, Jupiter definitely does. And it's a square. So that's kind of an interesting. And I'm not sure how I would feel about that, because, you know, there's a part of me just wants to totally indulge in the me moment of uh, a moon sun in cancer. <laughs> Well, but, you know, nurturing ourselves is not necessarily indulging ourselves. Well, that's true. But what, do you, what, what do you think of that square from Jupiter, though? Well, I think the square from Jupiter, with Jupiter, it's always just don't go to excess. Okay. All right. Because Jupiter loves to go to excess. And given that it's a square... Um, the that, yeah, the chances that, of doing that, that are probably pretty good. You might end up with a real stomach ache. It's in cancer. <laughs> that, that is true. That is and true. So, so, you know, like I say, it's and, it, and Jupiter's moving towards Chiron as well. So keeping in mind that whole health aspect, how, you know, we are, we are what we sort of thing. I mean, what we, how we nourish ourselves. With, yes. Yeah. And at all levels, whether that's uh, education. Or Absolutely. But or... cancer, you know, it rules the stomach. And so, you know, it's very much what we do eat, right? Yes. So, so, yeah, you know, being mindful of not going to excess, of eating well to keep your body healthy is yeah. where I would go with that, you know, yeah. bringing some wisdom into it. Exactly, exactly. So the the other thing that this might be pointing towards is revelation on a familial level, because that's also what cancer is about. Mm -hmm. um, and with the square, you know, this is sort of like digging into something, you know, being all gung ho, and going, Oh, wait a minute, what have I unearthed? Yeah. 
could be revelations about Canada because it's hitting our our solar return. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, speaking of that, let me just stop the share and see if I can quickly put up the solar return for Canada. Uh, Let me see if I can find it first. And uh, yeah, because we have time. We have lots of time, actually. There we go. Uh, Okay, so open. Okay, so this is set for a whole sign, but that's okay. okay. And I for Ottawa. Will, uh, yep. And let me do the return. So the next, right? Okay, so I am going to put this up as a dual wheel, so we can see the original and the return and. Now, let me get back to us so that I can put it up on the screen. That wasn't too much dead air time. All right. There we go. Can I make it bigger? Yes, I can. Okay. Yeah. So here we have um, just a reminder for folks. We have Neptune on the Ascendant at um 14 degrees and oh look at where jupiter chiron chiron is right on our ascendant yes okay this is significant yes it is um so okay so the rest of our chart is so aries rising uh pluto in taurus at 15 degrees and of course um uranus is now at 17 so it's gone by that pluto Um, Um, Pluto is opposing saturn at 17 degrees of scorpio yeah which uranus is now exactly opposing Oh, good call on this chart. Yes. Okay. So we have Venus natally in Gemini. Venus is once again back in Gemini. The moon is in Gemini. Um, You know, obviously two cultures. There's more than two cultures, but, you know, for the longest time, that's all. Two languages. Moon is in Gemini, which is speech. Yeah. Yeah. Two, official, two official languages. Yes, which there should be many more, but anyway. <laughs> so uh, Uranus sun at eight degrees. So like you say, only one degree off of um, that new moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, our Mercury is in Leo in the fifth. We have Mars in Virgo in the sixth. Uh, and we have Saturn in Scorpio in the eighth. And then we have uh, we have a Capricorn midheaven, of course. We have Jupiter in Pisces, so we just had a Jupiter return. Well, uh, Jupiter Jupiter is opposing that Mars in Virgo. Yes, and Jupiter is opposing that Mars, and it comes from the twelfth house. So now we have uh, we have Virgo rising, so that puts the emphasis on that sixth house of being of service of our military of our, um, yeah, the whole service industry, whether that be food or medicine or all of those kinds of things will be prominent and health, yeah. Oh, and look at this. Now that Cancer Moon has moved to an- uh, Yeah, it's still in Cancer, but it's opposing Pluto now. (laughs) Yeah, it is opposing And squaring Mars. That is right. Does, does oh, that that's tie a very in? dynamic aspect? I'd that say. is. That is very dynamic. And um, in fact, in fact, Mars is the midpoint of that 
moon at 25 and Pluto at 27. Mars yes, at 26. Yeah. That's and what's powerful. What, <laughs> yes. And what's interesting is, um, you know, that so the sun and the moon are both in the 11th house. And this is us out there on the world stage and uh, who are our friends and who are our enemies. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. So our involvement in uh, world affairs, yeah, coming to a full. And Mercury and Gemini is right on the, uh, the MC. Solar. Yeah. So, oh dear. <laughs> and why do we have the prime minister that we have who has Saturn on the MC? I think it is in Gemini. Seems to me he is coming up to his second Saturn return, maybe. Can't remember. Uh -huh. Anyway, his communication things. He's always foot in mouth disease. Yes. Something terrible. Not, not a strong suit, to be sure. No, it isn't. Um, so being the voice of our country, let's see, is that well, I suppose it's square Neptune. Uh, or it's approaching the square to Neptune. So not necessarily saying what needs to be said. And of course. Uh, Uranus is almost on that north node. Our nodal axis, oh, we've got, uh, yeah, uh, Pisces Virgo nodal axis. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, interesting uh, lineups to be sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've got Venus actually kind of squaring our, our Mars. Jupiter. That's right. Yeah, the Mars Jupiter opposition that's that we have natal six twelfth house. Yeah. Yeah. So again, more information. She's in Gemini in the tenth. Yep. Yep. And it's about relationships. Yeah. Partnerships yep. and yeah. But Mercury up there is saying, let's get some more information on this. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. No, it's interesting. Uh, interesting times, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But that that T square of the moon, Pluto, Mars. Mars, it, yeah. That's uh, that's the key to the whole thing, really. Um, yeah, because that's the people challenging, you know, what's hidden behind with Pluto and uh, well and it's demanding the action, Mars. And it's the midpoint of that bowl of uh, planetary energy. It is. Yeah. Right? And so action but is required. Are the, are the outer edges of that, you know, curve, yep. half circle of where the planets are sitting. That's and right. Mars yep. is right at the midpoint. And he will want action. He yeah. will. He'll want to get that Plutonian junk. Really. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you've got actually the moon in conjunct Saturn, too. Which is yes, I see that. Yep. Yeah. So that's. Like like we've said before, it's, a, it's actually a health aspect. It's well, it's irritation. Something yeah. unhealthy in the in the in the system here, Saturn ruling ruling systems and yep. structures and include including government and those yep. kinds of structures. Well, and social structures. As social well. structures in general, yeah. So something needs yep. needs some serious, uh, yeah, investigating. The moon is the people. Yes, it is. People want answers. Yeah. And they're getting a little feisty with that, Mars. <laughs> <laughs> that those. they are. That they are. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, ah. Yeah. Okay. So 
you know, we, we actually needed more material <laughs> and we don't have it. So I might get to play some special tunes to finish <laughs> off this particular segment. Cause yeah, I well, really... next, next month is, uh, is, well, I mean, the following months will be interesting too with uh, yes. our birthday and the U.S. birthday. Both well, both. yeah. And, and the building of the Mars-Pluto square. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah that's, and the, and the yeah. approaching of that Saturn. Saturn-Uranus again, just to bring that it all Uranus, back into focus. Uranus really sitting on that nodal axis while they're going to do that, too, is going to be. Yes. Yeah. Pulling in the eclipses. I'm feeling, I'm feeling sorry for myself, see, as that last eclipse was right on my Mercury. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> Just remember that you fix sign people who are in later degrees, like 24 to the end of, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we will, uh, we will notice it. We will. I well, know. yeah. But I think the world's going to notice what's going on. These, yeah, with, no, it's... Um, especially with this eclipse energy still... Oh, yeah. yeah. Very much active and activated. Yes. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, um, you know, on an individual level, of course, we're affected by what's happening collectively and vice versa. So, yeah. you know, it's all, it's all connected. It and, is. And, yeah, it's... Uh, Again, it's none of it's good or bad. It's what needs to happen, but it's not always a comfortable ride. Not at all. Not at all. Okay, folks, um, you're about to hear a bunch of music to take us to the top of the hour if you are listening to this on the radio. Um, in the meantime, though, Jill and I are going to have to put our little noggins together <laughs> to come up with a topic for next week. Oh, but we will. Oh, we will. Okay. Okay. She's confident. Yay. And the following episode, I'm hoping we'll have our good friend Jenna back with us, who is young and will ask all sorts of really good questions. Uh, that we get to answer and uh, yeah so um, enjoy enjoy your June we can always enjoy the spring weather oh finally yes yes <laughs> it's actually starting to warm up a little <laughs> it is although it got cold last night well, Dang. Yeah, wind. we still got wind here which always cools it down a yeah lot. a lot yes yeah. I look at it and think, oh, it's nice and warm. And then it's like, no, I need another layer. <laughs> but it's, okay. I complain. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we will sign off and we will see you next week. And the folks in the audience, we will be talking to you again soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.